and welcome to Heartpoints, a one-to-one RPG actual play podcast. I am your co-host and husband, Zach. And I am your co-host and wife, Diana. How are you, my darling? I'm good. I'm good. We're recording on the weekend, so I haven't really done a whole lot today except I made waffles. You did wait, make waffles using our waffle maker that we got for our wedding that we have not used. In... Or opened. I never opened it. We've yeah. been married for over a year. For like, yeah. We've. I've had this gift... I probably got this gift at my shower, so I've probably had this gift close to two years now, and I just never opened it. I didn't think I wanted a waffle maker. In fact, I tried to make you get rid of the waffle maker. Yeah, Not that we didn't appreciate the gift, but that we didn't have the space for it and probably weren't going to use it, and I used it. It was amazing. It was the best thing ever. Yes, it made me very happy, because you got up early to go to yoga, Yep. and then got home and I was still asleep because I stayed up really late playing Monster Hunter. I'm surprised. Um, Hear the surprise in my voice. I was like, oh, I'm sorry I'm making so much noise. I'm just making waffles. I I literally like leapt out of bed and ran out to help. (laughs) I was so excited and happy. (laughs) Um, Accurate. This isn't a good look for me. Yesterday, last week we talked about you making dinner and now this week we're talking about you making breakfast that's that's a real bad look for me but it's an accurate look so listen uh, i'm just saying you don't cook for me listen i love you you do other things for me you don't cook for me though fair i know what i married (laughs) i'm just saying i know what i did so we are back uh it's now still about two days before valentine's day when this comes out (laughs) but happy valentine's day but happy valentine's day on this gray and dreary day uh, you've spent most of today binging BoJack Horseman. Yes, which I I'm have. sure put you in a very romantic mood. I'm feeling so full of love <laughs> and happiness and hope for the future. Whereas I have been rereading the rules for Breaking the Ice and trying to prep my other games while listening to the Made in Abyss soundtrack, which is a bummer, also. So this is gonna be great and so full of happy things, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Best relationship role play ever. So I realized, thinking about last week's episode, that there's a good chance that um, a lot of people not might not know what I'm talking about or what we're talking about when we're talking about, like, the Monster Hunter setting. Mm-hmm. And the, so I wanted to do some, like, clarifying world building with you and tell you some of, like, my ideas of what we were going to do with it, because I think we're on the same page. I mean, I'm just imagining... Jurassic Park, but magical dinosaurs instead of just dinosaurs. So basically just Jurassic Park. Yes, but the focus of this game isn't going to be on those. Right, yeah, no. So some other world building things might need to be, like, established. So, like, I'm thinking that our characters live in a medieval city, like a medieval outpost. Okay. I'm specifically thinking of Edinburgh because that's where I always, like, set my medieval cities and base my medieval cities on Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. I'm basing it kind of on, like, this, like, old medieval city on a hill is basically, like, what I'm thinking. Okay. Um, there are so many... Okay. But anyway, all right. <laughs> listen, that's just the one I know, so that's the basis. Mm-hmm. That's the one I put basis on. Mm-hmm. And I think it has a lot of, like, Anachronis- anachronisms involved in it through magic, right? So uh, maybe there's like a club scene. Maybe there is like uh, like newspapers, magic kind of advancements that you wouldn't see in medieval your- times. Yeah, people uh, probably don't smell as bad as in old Riki. Yeah, yeah, 
because that's also something that's kind of big in the Monster Hunter franchise. Like, mm-hmm. you have great swords paired with, like, sniper rifles and machine guns. Mm-hmm. Also, you have a talking cat. Yes, but that's I'm, that's not an anachronism. There's never been a period in time with talking cats. Okay, I know, but I'm just saying magic. Yes. Magic. Yes. With arm gestures and all. Also, Garfield is a talking cat, but that's besides the point. What does that have to do with anything? Just saying. In the point of the future, from medieval time, there is a talking cat. It's just isn't There's a real life cat. Continue on. Continue on. I'm excited for this. So, there are anachronisms and talking cats and i mean i don't know well do we want the talking cats well we don't have to have the talking cats i'm just saying in monster world you have a talking cat yep um do we want the talking cats so i haven't played this game but it is a it's like a dating game right so i don't know that we would i don't know that we need to think about talking cats shouldn't we just be talking and like actively doing things within our game Yes, I just wanted to try to like lace down some like ground rules for the setting so that we could set up our dates. Okay. Right? Yeah. So, and I think whatever the city is that we live in, it requires, like the main economy is based on hunting, like these wild magical monsters right. to fund the economy essentially and to protect the city. Okay. That is where our characters professions come in right mm-hmm. these uh, essentially the hunter and the hunter's agent who secures the hunts and the hunter who actually goes out on the hunts right and i think that's where our characters come in my character is panardin who is your hunter's agent right and my character is farius and i i am a hunter i hunt things I'm very good at the, it yeah i would think so what weapon does farius use oh i haven't thought about that Now, these are, like, dinosaurs? They're, like, giant magic dinosaur monsters. So, probably some sort of ranged weapon, like a harpoon or a spear, a bow and arrow. Those are three very different weapons. Right, I know, I know. But, like, so, like, I'm thinking of, like, a missile launcher, but that shoots spears. Okay. So, like, a harpoon gun. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. That's the thing, yes. All right. So, okay, cool. So, Farragus wields a massive harpoon, harpoon gun. gun. Okay. Yep. Cool. But don't, have, don't harpoons, like, connect to the flying spear? Isn't there, like, a rope? Uh, yeah. I guess a spear gun? But I don't want... An, or I, a well, rail gun? I don't want to be connected to the dinosaur in any way. Yeah. I just want to shoot it. it. Understood. Okay. Cool. So, that's part of the setting that we're in. Yeah. So, okay. we know the, the general setting that we're in right Mm -hmm. so we have a bunch of options we can go out into the wilds around the city we can be in the city and now hopefully our listeners have some context if they've never heard of monster hunter i think that explains it pretty well i think so we need to decide how our characters got together like why are they going on this first date well they probably met because they were like assigned to each other yeah I think there's, like, a big hunter's guild that organizes, like, pairs people up. Okay. And, and organizes the hunts. Mm-hmm. And maybe they got paired together after Penardin's last partner. Maybe they had to change partners. Maybe with their ex. Maybe their last hunter. Maybe they were dating their last hunter. Mm-hmm. I feel like Fergus 
would have asked Panardin on a date. Just like, you know, there's something between us and we spend a lot of time together. Like, let's just kind of either explore it or get it out of the way so that we can continue doing our job. Okay. Sort of thing, you know? Yeah. But like probably more romantic than like, let's just get this out of the way. God. Let's get this out of the way. That's a great way <laughs> to like, to approach a date. Okay, then. So if Fergus, I think, proposed the first date, mm-hmm. then I think you... No, I don't want to do the first date. <laughs> I know. Can you do it? I don't want to do the first date. I'm scared. Um, Could I have set it up? But then Penarden was like, okay, listen. I get that you're trying to ask me out right now, and it's not going very well. So I'll take it over for you. I kind of like the... Yeah, I actually kind of like the idea of... Because Penarden is so, like... She's very organized and active and pl- and likes planning mm-hmm. that she just kind of, like, took it over from... Fergus. F- Fergus. I think Fergus is okay with that. And I think... Yeah, I think maybe Fergus was, like, trying to express that you know they should go on a date or something and Penarden was like listen okay i will organize something let's let's i'll figure it out i think fergus was like okay thank you (laughs) okay so the way this works is we go on three dates that are made up of between four and six turns Mm -hmm. on each turn one of us is the active player and the other is the guide okay so when you're the active player you have more control over the story, but we're both role-playing out our characters and we're both mm-hmm. acting out um, and coming up with things to play into the story. Okay. But it seems like the acting player has a little bit more of a like final say. Mm-hmm. We start off by uh, setting the scene. So... Do we go for a hike? I feel like we would go for a hike. If, if Well, if Fargus was doing it, Fargus would be like, oh, a hike... I guess. Oh, um, so I think, yeah, I actually kind of agree, like, I like the idea of them going on a hike. I think Penarden organized a a mission to, like, the northern beaches. Okay. And it's this, like, jungly area that's, like, right on the beach. Mm-hmm. And I think Penarden came up to Fergus and was like, Hey, listen, I was thinking that after this hunt, and I think, like, at the campsite, like, as, like, Fergus is, like, getting his things together, mm-hmm. Bernardin's like, I was thinking maybe after this hunt that we could spend an extra day at the beach? What do you think? I, I, I have the stuff, I have everything organized, I packed some extra rations, uh, just in case you, we didn't want to go to the city right away. Uh, yeah, I guess that, uh, that, that would be fine. Yeah. So I think Fergus goes on his hunt, and uh, afterwards, has, when he gets back, Penarden's already kind of like packed everything up, mm-hmm. gotten everything together, and is ready to make the short trek from the uh, from the jungle campsite to the beach. Okay. It's maybe like an like an hour long trek just mm-hmm. to like to get there. We start with an attraction roll. And to get an attraction role, um, the active player has to do something that makes them attractive to your character, to so, Fergus. So I have to do something? No, I have to oh, do something. Oh, okay. Bernardin has to do something that makes herself attractive to Fergus. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, like, is this, uh, I think I'm kind of calling on your trait here. Yeah. This hiking camping trait. Yeah, I think so. Um, although, actually, 
I'm going to use that for a bonus die instead. Okay. So then I think the thing, the, like the cute romantic thing that Penarden does is... I mean, I think planning the trip itself is very helpful. You think so? I think so. Okay. I'm like coming up with like a good one. It's not just like, because I think Fargus would have been like, I guess we'll just hike nearby, <gasps> right? I guess we'll just do that. But like, that made me spit out my coffee. <laughs> but, but Penarden was like, I'm going to put a little effort into this. I'm going to spend some time thinking about it. Like, I think that's attractive. Okay. I think, you know, I think Fargus is attracted to that. Alright. So So here's your attraction die. Alright. And then here is a bonus die for, for tap for tapping my trait or okay. whatever. What is the language here? Tapping your flag is a different thing. This just says bringing in a trait. Yeah. Yeah, I think you guys like make your way through the jungle uh, until you get to the beach. And I think you guys or I think Penarden and Fergus, they break through the beach and the camera like pans up to and away to show like they're on like this beautiful like cliffside and beneath them are like these like gorgeous white gold sands. Ooh, that sounds nice. And uh, dark waves like lapping against the beach and I think the sun is starting to set. Oh. I don't think it's like I don't think it's near the horizon. I think they still have like a few hours left of daylight, but it's definitely like later in the yeah. afternoon and the sky is like these beautiful like purples and golds and reds mm-hmm. yeah i think panarin's like what do you think yeah it's good but i think like he's just like i don't know how to say that this is like great i love this idea and i'm really excited to be here with you like i think he's still br- pretty nervous about it it's a mm-hmm. first date and he's like yeah yeah this is good yeah, yeah. uh yeah i think panarin's like i know i know that we don't usually get like missions out to this area so i thought we would just take it upon ourselves to, to spend some time. And uh, there isn't anything that I know that we should be like worried about in this area. So I think we should be good for just like we can spend tonight and tomorrow here and, and then head out in the evening, get back to the city. That, uh, that, was, that was a good idea. Thanks. Yeah. I'm excited. Um, so these are the things, don't forget, these are the things that you can give me bonus dice for if mm-hmm. I do any of these things. Oh, okay. So they are... Bringing in a trait, describing a setting, minor character acting, uh, character doing something nice or foolish, uh, something true to life, very creative narration, or taking a suggestion. So now, anytime you offer me a suggestion, I take it. But it also says I can only do three per turn. Now, that's not three per date. That's three within you narrating this se- this yeah. section. Yes. Okay. For example... I, I mean, thought- I think you've done a very good job of narrating and bringing and setting the scene, so I'm, I'm totally down to give you another... Ooh, that's the wrong color. I'm down to give you another dice for that. Okay. Did a good job setting up this date. Thank you. So, yeah, you guys are... I keep saying you guys. That's because we're from Pennsylvania. Well, no, it's because I'm not thinking of myself as a character. I'm thinking of her as an NPC, which is weird because I'm so used to, like, me playing the NPCs to your party. Yeah. So I think they make their way down the cliffside and down to the beach, and Penarden starts setting up the campsite, Mm -hmm. like rebuilding the campsite. Uh, but now it's, I think there's a lot in her pack that Fergus didn't notice before because it's like luxury camping stuff. It's mm-hmm. not 
survival camping stuff. And I don't think maybe Fergus didn't notice at first that she had packed more than usual Mm -hmm. until like she suggested this because there's like, like a nice, like there's a nice big beach blanket and there's like more food than you would have packed for a day trip. Right. It's not rations. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's like Fergus's, maybe it's his favorite food, <gasps> like his favorite camp food. Attraction day. Uh, which is what? Like Fergus's favorite camp food or f- favorite food in total? Uh, <laughs> That's a bonus dice. I wanted to give you an attraction dice. Yeah. You can't, you can only give me one attraction die because we only have one attraction. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize. I don't think it's his favorite. I think it's his like, I never get to eat this because it's not part of the rations. It's like s'mores stuff, you know, like dessert. Okay. Like yeah. you wouldn't. You wouldn't get dessert when you're camping for life, mm-hmm. but it's like a fun camping thing. Fantasy s'mores. Fantasy s'mores. Uh, like a campfire cooked treat. Yes. I mean, um, also food, but the treat. Yeah. I think that's what he's very excited about. So I now have... Uh, I've my... given you the maximum amount of bonus dice. Yep. So I think uh, Penarden finishes putting together like the camp and like making the campfire how does fergus help out or does oh, he oh yeah fergus makes the fire okay fergus like cannot and will not allow Penarden to make a fire because you're not making it right <laughs> i can make a fire i'm gonna make the fire and i don't even think he says that i think he just does it because it is implied they've probably had this fight like this argument like i can make the fire i'm gonna make the fire don't make the fire you're making it wrong how long have they been partners Probably not long, but I feel like this is something that Fergus would be like, I can make the fire. Okay. Protection and hiking is my deal. Okay. So I'm going to roll. So I got my one attraction and my three bonus dice. I'm going to roll them. And I got one success. A success is a five or a six. Yeah. So you can take three reroll dice because I rolled, I rolled three failures. Mm-hmm. And now we get to try to... Um, use these for the second half to these are the things that you can it's the list of things that you can get um bonus dice for yes so we're going to use that list to do what i'm sorry uh so you also get bonus dice or re-roll dice okay so i have three re-roll dice and i'm trying to get well you have three re-roll dice and i'm trying to get you to give them to me okay uh by continuing the date essentially okay so but now i can't get uh, dice for doing something nice. I do things. I get dice for doing something foolish. Oh. Okay. Uh, or bringing in a conflict. Mm-hmm. So, I could also bring in a conflict, mm-hmm. which would give us three extra dice. And I actually want to bring in the conflict of. Actually, okay. So before we do that, I think Penarden sets up like these crab traps i think there's like big giant crabs that mm-hmm. like water the beaches in this area i think Penarin has set up some crab traps as she like continues setting up the rest of the camp and i think that's what you guys have for dinner okay yeah uh before before this like nice fancy dessert mm-hmm. um i think um she doesn't catch anything okay i think uh Penarden manages not to catch any fish mm-hmm. or any crabs uh so there isn't anything for dinner. Could it be? I think she's starting to get really nervous. Like you've set up the fire for like the boiling pot. Mm-hmm. And could it be 
that she got the wrong kind of crab traps. That she thought she was doing something great, but she got the wrong kind of crab traps, and that's why she's not getting... Well, I'm just thinking, for, like, you're doing something foolish, I feel like I would consider that foolish. Like, Fargus would consider that you didn't buy, you didn't get the right crab tracks, traps as foolish. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, that's the reason we didn't get anything, not because yeah. the fates. I think either, well, maybe it's the wrong season. Okay, yeah. Or... No, that's good. Okay. You get a dice. Okay. You get one die. I think she's been, like, staring at the traps and, like, looking around the beach and, like, doesn't see any of these crabs. And she's just, like, getting really anxious because she doesn't have anything else to cook. I think Fergus would try to make her feel better. I do. I think he'd be like, it's not a big deal. I have jerky, always. We'll just eat some jerky and have some s'mores. <laughs> but I was like, no, that's, that's not enough. We should uh, do something tonight. I don't know. Um, hmm. How far away are we from, like, woods? I mean, the jungle is up the cliff. It's um, not terribly far. I mean, we can always just go hunting. I can I can get us something to eat. Do you like my character voice? This yeah. Is like my, my um, deep man voice. Okay. Uh, Pinarin goes, um, okay, yeah, if you want, um, if you want to go get, if you want to go get something, I guess we could do that okay <laughs> and then i go hunting okay because i want to okay so my character traits are that like you know i'm for work i'm i'm a protector and i enjoy hiking and camping and for myself i like i'm not secretive but i i am closed off a date you are supposed to be open so any opportunity that i can one protect her by getting her food being a provider and to get the hell away from the date I'm doing it. Okay. Like a moment where I can be like, okay, get yourself together. You're fine. You can handle the state. You can you can do this. You know, like pep talk myself. So is that tapping on your clothes? Yeah, that's trait? tapping on my clothes. So I uh, and also I think my protector, but that's specifically for work. So you get yourself a you get yourself a reroll die, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I think I go and hunt like a fantasy rabbit. Does that actually make the day better that Fergus actually gets to go out and, like, do some, like... I think it makes Fergus more comfortable. Okay. You have your, um... You have your catch. And Penarden has kind of, like, set things up to try and, like... She was planning on cooking crab, but now has to, like... Like, is using the bottom of the pot as, like, a grill thing now? Is trying to, like... I don't know. She's trying to jury-rig something. I skin the rabbit Mm -hmm. while she's doing all that. That's the thing you're supposed to do when you catch ant, right? I don't know what else. Do you, do you yes. lop off the heads? You stick a you stick a stick in them yeah. to like rotate them, right? Oh, I also okay. So I think did I all right. So giving and wants to be useful. Mm-hmm. Like that's uh, your trait. Yeah, I can do any. Yeah, any trait the active player. Can oh yeah, do. you did that. There's so, your die. Uh, is like trying to be. She's trying to take charge in all these ways, but I think is I think she's getting really anxious about messing these things up. Yeah. So I think when you guys sit down to eat, she's like kind of awkward and nervous and is act like I think maybe acting a little weird. Which so part of me wants to be like Fergus would notice. Fergus would be like, whoa, but I actually think Fergus does notice that she's being awkward and weird and feels better. Because he feels like he's being awkward and weird. So this is not awkward for him alone. It's awkward for the both of you. Okay. And so it makes him more comfortable, which may in turn make her more uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't know. 
So, hmm. All right, yeah. I think you guys are, uh, like, eating quietly. Um, or I think we are eating. Penard, I don't know how to That's refer to these characters. Just we. We are. We, we see. I need to start, like, framing it in, like, movie style. We see Penard and Fergus, like, eating kind of quietly. And, uh... I think all the seasoning Penarden brought was for fish. Yeah. And so now it's being used on a rabbit. So it's slightly wrong. Yeah. She's like, sorry, I, I messed up the meal a little bit. No, it's fine. This is the best seasoned rabbit I've ever had. Cute. All right. So then we get to, or I keep this. Yeah, I had three keep... failed rolls, so I got my re-rolls. I... How do you get three successes when you can at most have four dice? You just keep going until you get successes? Yeah, it's hard. So that makes me wonder if I need to bring in... I definitely... I feel like we should bring in a conflict. Do you have any ideas on how to bring in a conflict this turn? I do. Possibly. Okay. But you should, but you should roll your dice. Because then you roll, and if you get the three successes, we just move on. And then we can save the conflict for later. Yeah, but I don't think I'm going to get three whole successes. You don't know that. You already have one. You only need two. Okay. Let's see. Who knows? The world is full of possibilities. I only got one success. Okay. How could we incorporate a conflict into the date? So my conflict is that I would feel conflicted between doing my job and saving her or being with her or protecting her, right? Mm -hmm. So what if I see or we see one of the dinosaurs kind of off in the distance, but definitely close enough where I could like go after them? And maybe I know of other hunting parties that are within the area and this one's headed towards one of the hunting parties so it wouldn't be something that you would actively have to but it is go after exactly but it is my job so i have to decide between doing my job or staying with her yeah i think as you guys are eating there is like a roar and i think penarden kind of like stands up and instantly like recognizes like whatever it is mm -hmm. and is like uh, there weren't supposed to be any of those around here today. That's kind of surprising. I think Fargus, like, jumps up immediately and heads towards his weapon. Like, I don't think that there is a moment in his body where he stops to think. Mm -hmm. I think he might think once he's already got his weapon, but at the moment he just, like, instinctually jumps up and grabs his weapon. Okay. I think Penarden goes, and I, maybe there's, like, some sort of, like, magical network for, like, connecting with other hunters. And uh, Penarden's like, I can check and see if there's anyone in the area. If if you want to go and check it out, though, you you can. I think that's when Fargus is like, oh, oh, yeah, I'm doing something else right now. I guess, ch check? Yeah, ch check first. Okay. But he's, like, itching to go. Does he, like, obviously, like, really want to go? Yes. Well, he doesn't really want to go. It's just, like, this is his job. Yeah. Like, he needs to go. I think he's worried about it. I don't think it's, like, he's got a big smile on his face. I think he's worried about the dinosaur. All right. So, Penarden, like, goes in and, like, digs through her stuff and, and checks it out. And she's, like, uh, she goes, oh, okay. Um, yeah, there are some other hunters, like, bearing down on it uh they should be there tonight to deal with it what does we, we don't really have to worry about it if you don't if you think we're okay how dangerous is this was, uh, i mean no more no less than any others 
But it's weird that it's here. Well, yeah. Are there others coming with it? No, there shouldn't be. They usually travel alone. Okay. I don't have to go. <laughs> and then he puts his stuff down. He's very torn. He doesn't know what to do. Okay. Like, his job is to go after these, but he is on a date and other people are going to it. All right. Uh, so, uh, I will take those conflict dice then. Yes. Um, so I give you all three? Yes, three. I give you three. Conflict okay. is three. It throws him off for the rest of the night. Oh, you got him! Yeah, so I got four. Which means we create a compatibility. Yeah, so we can either do an attraction or we can do it a compatibility, something that they have in common. I think attraction is more useful. Attraction might be more useful now. Yeah. For now. All right, so let's do an attraction. Yeah. And that is the end of my turn, and now okay. it becomes your turn. And we're on the same date? Yes. So we are now on the same date, and you are now in charge of describing, and I give you the dice. Okay. So I put my, my weapon down, and I'm thrown. like I'm. So it doesn't have to be the same moment. Like, we could fast forward to the next day. We can fast forward to, like, over dessert, whatever. Okay. So I put my weapon down, Okay. and I'm thrown for a little bit, and so we spend the next, I don't know, hour or so, kind of awkward silence, mm-hmm. because, not awkward silence, but it's, there's, an, there is definitely an awkward feeling, because Fargus is, like, thrown, and, you know, he has now just chosen to be on a date instead of doing his job. This is weird for him. He's in a weird place. But then... He busts out the s'mores. <laughs> okay. Now, he didn't come to this date unprepared. He just is a weird kind of prepared. So while they were making their way to the campsite, he noticed whenever she would, like, stop. And, like, maybe over the history of them knowing each other, he would, like, notice whenever she would stop or comment on a flower or a color. And so as they were hiking... He was, like, secretly picking flowers and herbs that were in those colors or the flowers that she liked. Mm -hmm. And so while they're doing the s'mores, he, like, secretly goes and, like, gets them together. He's like, this this is for you. Thank you for the lovely dinner and for this wonderful (laughs) snack. And he, like, gives her... Gives her some flowers. Oh, these are delightful. These are really wonderful. Um, thank you. Uh, so, okay. So that is two attraction dice. Oh, two? Yeah, because our attraction's at two now. Oh, you get... Oh, okay. I don't have to do two attractive things. I just do one attractive thing that gets me two dice. That's sweet. She's like, oh, thank you. This is really sweet. Um, I didn't really do anything for dinner. Like, you caught everything, but... You got me these s'mores. I love s'mores. You listened when I said I liked s'mores. (laughs) I like these s'mores. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, good. I'm glad. Thank you. And then I think they eat, and they're like, you know, giggling, getting to know each other. Like, tell me about your brother. Kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So it's getting ready to fall asleep time is what it is. So I think Fargus rolls out the sleeping mats. He puts up some sort of tent shelter situation. He, like, gets it really nice and cozy for her. And, like, gives her his extra blanket, but he doesn't actually have an extra blanket. He just has the one blanket, so he gives it to her so she can be comfortable and, like, sets it up. And, like, tells her, like, don't worry about it. I got I got de-camping down. Go get yourself ready. I can get us ready for the nighttime. And then he does that stuff, like putting out the fire and, like, cleaning stuff up. And he does all that. Okay. They go to sleep, I guess. 
Um, did we not talk about this? Or not, not did we not talk about this? Did we not think about how they were sleeping? I assumed they would be sleeping in separate bed rolls yeah, in yeah. a tent like they would if they were camping. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Because I think that's how they usually do. Right. For like work trips. Right, exactly. Um, I assumed it wouldn't be any different. I want to do a, I want to do a stargazing scene though. Oh, nice. So instead of, instead of me putting up the tent, or instead of Fargus putting up the tent, I think mm-hmm. Fargus starts to do it and stops and goes, do you want the tent up or do you want to look at the stars tonight? I think Bernard's like, oh, no, well, uh, yeah, I think we could we could stay up a while and, and look at the stars and, like, the ocean and stuff. And it's supposed to be, like, really beautiful out here. So I figure, like, before we retire to the tent, we could kind of just set up, like, our sleeping rolls out here and just kind of relax and look up at the stars. That sounds like a great idea. And then I think he's blushing. Like, he's very, like, very nervous and very blushing. So he sets up the tent, but he takes out the bedrolls and stuff. And he makes, like, a pile. Like, a comfy pile. Mm-hmm. And, um, again, he tells her, like, go, you get yourself relaxed. I'll handle, you know, putting out the fire and cleaning all that up. Um, so he's doing all that. She's lounging on the pile. And he sits down. Oh, this is going to be such a great scene. So he sits down next to her. Mm-hmm. And their shoulders are touching. And I don't know how bold she is, but he's not very bold. So they're sitting. And I'm like, imagine 13-year-olds at the movies. <laughs> like, they're awkward. He's awkward. And he kind of, like, tries to get himself comfortable. And he stretches. He does it. He does it. His arms go up. And then his his left arm just kind of casually goes behind her. Now, I'm assuming that they're, like, leaning Mm-hmm. That they're not really, like, leaning on something. That they're kind of, like, leaning on their arms. So he puts his left arm behind her and it rests by her left hip. So that she can lean on him and she doesn't have to lean. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So um, he does that and he is bright red. <laughs> bright red. Is he, like, very, like, big and, like, scruffy and, like, outdoors mini? That's kind of how I've pictured him, yeah. Okay. Maybe not, like, massive. Like, not like the brawny man. Mm-hmm. But, like, bigger. Lumberjacky. Mm-hmm. He's a little bit lumberjacky. Yeah. And he is her, is her backing so that she can relax as she would like. And he, like, tucks the blanket around her real cute-like. As they stare up at the stars. That's cute. And I think, yeah, Panarin's, like, uh, pointing out all the different, like, constellations. Like, she knows, like, all of them. And they're all, like, tied to different monsters and lore and stuff. And he's not like, looking at the stars at all. He Aww, doesn't care. He's, really cute. he's looking at her being, like, really excited about talking about the stars. That's super cute. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, we have two, uh, all of our attraction dice and all of our bonus dice. So, yep. why don't you roll those? Okay. I got... Two successes. Yeah, cool. Awesome. So uh, that's three. Three rerolls. Three rerolls. So uh, all right. So now we get complications and the rest of the date. Mm-hmm. So what else? Uh, what else do you want to do? I don't have to bring in a conflict, right? I can keep doing yeah. cute things. Yeah. Or trying to do cute things that end up probably not going yeah, so great. Yeah, cute things and foolish things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also bring in traits, and I think you were right. I think it has to be the other characters' traits. Fargus starts, you know, after she's kind of gone on about her 
the lore and the stars and all that stuff. Fergus goes, so, so I know that you plan, and I'm, I don't want this to sound like I'm expecting you to have anything prepared, because you don't. I enjoy spending time with you. Blush, blush, blush. <laughs> um, but what's on the agenda for tomorrow? Oh, is that something foolish? Well, it depends on what you say. I've okay. got a couple options here. I'm playing right. with a few things. All right. I'm trying to decide, does Penarden wear glasses? I think Penarden might wear glasses. I love it. Penarden pushes her glasses up her nose like I just did. Uh, and she goes, oh, I uh, thought that we could take a walk on the beach and uh, maybe just, um, well, uh, to be honest, I hadn't really thought about that. What do people normally do on a beach? I don't know that I'm the person to answer that question, but, I mean, did you bring any of your painting things? Maybe you would want to paint or sketch. Oh, uh, yeah, I could definitely do, um, I could definitely... So that's the thing I was aiming for. Yeah, <laughs> I would I would love to, to get to sit down and, and do some sketches of this area. Uh, I know there's like this gorgeous alcove to the north a little bit. It would, it'd be kind of out of our way, though. Um, I don't mind. You would want, you wouldn't, you'd be okay with just sitting and watching me sketch? I, I told you I like spending time with you. He is getting redder and redder as he is saying this, but yeah. like... I, I like spending time with you. So they have that, probably that really cute moment. Yeah. And, um. That's definitely worth at least two re-rolls. Um, actually, all right. You don't have to give me three. Can I can I... keep going. I was only aiming for one there. Yeah, no. I was trying I to get, I was trying two. to hit up your play. Yeah. You definitely hit my traits and also did, like, minor character acting. So I think that's definitely worth two. I don't know if you can give three for the same thing. That's all right. I can keep going. I have an embarrassing sleep thing. That I think is gonna be great. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's let's do that. All right. So after you guys, yeah, they talk about you know what they're gonna do tomorrow and make these plans, and uh, I think they start getting tired. And Bernard's like, "All right, I think I'm finally ready to to hit the hay. You want to move these into the into the tent?" Yes. Sure. Yep. Because. Thinking about bed and getting ready for bed is making him very anxious, even though mm-hmm. he knows nothing's going to happen about it, but he's getting very anxious. So he brings the things into the bed. He's into the tent, not into the bed. Mm-hmm. And he separates them very obviously. Okay. Separates them. Um, and makes sure that hers is very comfortable and sets his aside. Um, and there is, there's a lump under his pillow on his side. Okay. And he goes back out and he tells her, like, all right, go ahead, get yourself ready. I'll be in when you're done. I've got myself ready out here, right? And so they, they get ready. Mm-hmm. And then so he goes back into the the tent. I'm not sure there's some sort of lamp, lantern thing. Mm-hmm. And then I think he just, you know, well, today was really fun. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> and then he immediately rolls over so his back is towards her. And he and um, she can hear him, like, shuffling some stuff a little bit mm-hmm. and then he goes <sighs> and then he falls asleep was that the foolish thing well no in okay. the morning all right in the morning he's splayed out like just splayed out and probably has like his hand on her the tents aren't big mm-hmm. probably has his like hand on her face or whatever yeah and well i don't know if this is foolish in my head it, i thought it was foolish but maybe it's not so foolish but i imagine that she wakes up and she sees this big lump under the bed or whatever and goes mm. 
Well, it is that. I don't know if she would, but I feel like she would. I kind of like the idea of him just taking up all the space yeah. in, the, in the tent. Well, he has a teddy bear that he wants to hide from her. That's what it was. That's the lump. Oh, wait, what? The lump is that he has a teddy bear and that he's super duper embarrassed about it and he never ever talks about it. But the, okay. I couldn't figure out a good way to bring that up. All right. He has a teddy bear. And also he like man spreads when yes. he sleeps. Okay. But he all has right. a teddy bear. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, I can't think of a good way to... I we're thought, definitely adding that to traits underplay. I thought that was... Well, it's not a play thing. It's a comfort thing. Like, he knew he's going to be nervous. So or a he self brought, thing? Yeah. He knew he's going to be nervous, so he brought his teddy bear. Okay. Oh, that was cute. I think it's cute. Okay. All right. So I have my three re-roll dice. I need one success. I did not get it. All right. No. So that ends that turn, and now okay. it moves back to me. So Bernardin and Vergas get their stuff together, and I think they, I think they pack up their belongings and uh start making their way to this spot where uh Penarden can do her uh sketch right mm-hmm. C- where she wants to like kind of like draw this like alcove this like uh outcropping of rocks i think fergus helps you get set up or rather i guess fergus helps Penarden get set up so that she's comfortable while she's painting or sketching. Maybe she's not painting. I'm yeah. sure she didn't bring her whole paint set with her. I'm trying to think of what she does that's romantic, like, on the rest of this. Uh, does she paint him? No. I think oh. she... Well, I don't know. <laughs> well, I think there are times when Pen Arden gets, like, really excited by seeing something like an interesting piece of flora or fauna on the beach that she just kind of, like, runs ahead. And we, as the viewers, get, like, this, like, that image of her, like, kind of, like, rushing ahead and in, like the beach breeze as it like uh i think her hair is tied back um but we see her like running with like the the water sparkling off Mm -hmm. the sun um and like maybe we see fergus kind of like watching her run and just kind of being like a little overtaken oh yeah i think so i (laughs) Zach, Zach just like put out his hands like money please well you never, you never give me the dice for the things I gave you the dice for the things I okay. gave you the dice yeah no that's a real romantic moment that's really cute I, I think we see them get to the get to this alcove and it's like this really um in my head I'm picturing 12 apostles in Australia Mm-hmm. Do you know do, no, do you have I context have, for that? No, I have no idea. We have a picture of it in our bathroom. That's that's the only context I have. So I have that context. So, but I don't have like real world context. Uh, there are other like natural uh, just like standing formations stones in the middle like of the ocean. Yeah, the yeah, big pillars of stones that are like out in the ocean with you can see all like the different layers of rock and they're all different vibrant colors and this is what Penarden really wanted to sketch. Mm-hmm. So she sits down and she she gets to sketching it and I think we see, like, we can hear, like, the, the gulls cawing, like, as they pass around them and see, like, we hear the the crashing of the waves and this very, like, calm, serene moment as Penarden kind of, like, sets up her, like, sketchbook and, like, gets out her uh, charcoal and, like, starts, like, sketching out this scene. Mm-hmm. I think, just for context, I think Fergus is Fargus, Fargus. I think he's uh, watching her for a little bit, and then as much as he would love to just sit there and watch her, he is bored watching her paint. So he starts looking for, like, driftwood, I think. Yeah, well, so that's what I, I wanted to do that with Fidgeter. I yeah. want to say, like, he starts, like, getting, like, 
bored. Anxious despite her, yeah. like, assuring her yeah. that, um, that everything is okay. Yeah. <laughs> so he goes looking for driftwood? Yeah, so he can whittle. Just make little, like, things with his knife. Okay. All right. Cool. I, I don't know driftwood, but, like, wood nearby. Yeah. It seemed like some sort of driftwood or something. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Okay, I keep laughing because Zach keeps doing the, like, give me something, please. Well, because you're not giving me the dice <laughs> when, I do, when I hit the moves. I'll give you something. It's just funny. It's just funny. And you're setting up a really good scene, so here's another bonus die. Okay, thank you for reading the... I see that. Listen, I'm ta- I'm taking in the information. Okay. You're painting a beautiful picture. I want to take it in. Okay. That is kind of the weird thing I feel about this game is that... um. I don't know. It asks you to spend a lot, like, it asks you to do a lot of narration, but then it takes you out of it with having to keep an eye out for yeah all these little scenes. I rolled five dice and only got one success. So that's kind of frustrating. What is Fergus whittling? I think it depends on the wood that he gets. It probably starts off pretty small, like a if he picks up a straight stick, he probably makes a snake with, like, notches as designs. Okay. Just, like, something really little, nothing too big. But yeah. then the longer that she's painting, the more he's like, okay, all right. <laughs> and so he, he like, starts finding more wood and does slightly more intricate designs. He's not an artist, so these aren't great. But, like, you know, maybe he uh, tries his hand at the teddy bear. Because I feel like that's a pretty simple shape. Okay. I think he tries that. Yeah, I think they're both... Sitting there, like, kind of lost in their own, like, creative energies when you guys, or they both, hear a voice kind of from up the beach go, Pinardin, is that you? Uh, And when Pinardin and Fergus look up, it is Pinardin's ex. Mm. Does Fergus know that this is her ex? No. But does know that it's her ex-partner? I feel like if they're in the same community, yes, I would at least recognize them. Yeah, okay, person. I like that. Neve, this hunter, mm-hmm. comes walking up with her uh, agent handler, comes walking up the beach, and uh, I think Pernard, we see Pernard like snap her book shut and kind of like groan and uh, go and interact with this, uh, like walk up to walk up to Neve and is like Fargus is definitely confused but is following. Yeah, I think uh, Pinard's like or I think we learned that Neve is in the area because she was hunting that thing Okay, that was out there yep. last night. That does not settle well with uh, with Fargus still, by the way. Yeah, uh, oh yeah, I think Fargus gets a little bit annoyed that uh, not only did he not go after this, but it is his date's ex that went after it. And I think, yeah, he feels like someone else kind of got to do the the protecting, like, the yeah. big job yep. instead of him. Yep. Yeah, I think uh, Panarin's like, Fergus, this is Neve. Um, Neve was my partner before you until I requested a transfer. Nice to meet you, Neve. Yeah, I think Neve, like, extends a hand to Fergus. I think Fergus, like... It's like looking between everybody and like slowly takes the hand. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm supposed to do, so I'm <laughs> gonna rely on social niceties. Yeah, I think uh, I think Neve is like, um, what uh, what brings what brings you guys out here? 
Who is Neve asking this to? Because mm. I don't think Fergus would feel comfortable answering. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think she asks it to Penarden, and Penarden is just like, "Oh, well, we uh, thought we would spend the day um, at the beach. Not that it's really your business. Do you want to play Neve? No. Okay. But I think Fergus um, takes like a half step, like almost minuscule step closer to Penarden, like. Straightens his back a little bit. Just puffs up just a little bit. And Eve just goes, oh, well, we were out here doing work, so. Fargus is not happy now. <laughs> Fargus is not happy. That was uh, a foolish thing to do. Not can, that it's your fault. It's not. Can we add a uh, prideful? Yeah, I think so. As a trait for yeah, Fergus? I think so. I think he's proud of his work. So, yeah, I think uh, Fergus gets a little annoyed, gets a little mad that uh, Neve is kind of presenting him as... That he didn't do his job. Yeah. I want to say that Fergus would step in here, but I don't know. No, I think he does. I think Fergus steps in and he's like, um, well, it was really nice to see you. And, like, takes Penarden's shoulders and kind of steers her away from the conversation. And we head back out the way that we came. I, I like that. I think that counts as protector. I agree. And, yeah, I think Neve just kind of calls back. She's like, I'll, I, I guess I'll see you guys back at the city then. If, uh, yeah. I, yeah, I think, I think she just kind of, like, says that, like, weird sarcastic thing. I think Fargus just puts his hand up, like, quick in the air. Like, I've acknowledged what you said. and put my hand down, but we're okay. not turning around or changing anything. And I think that's, like, he's pissed. He's yeah. not happy, and I think that hits his pride again. That she's getting the last word, mm-hmm. but he needs to continue to protect Penarden and also find out why that turned so weird so quickly. So you got all your dice. Yeah. That is one. You did it. Two, three more successes. So that's a total of four. I think we should do a compatibility this time. Okay. And I think our compatibility is uh, makers. Like they like to do, they like to make art. Okay. Yeah. Right. Fergus likes to whittle, mm-hmm. and Penarden likes to draw. Yeah. Okay. So now it says two dice each for each compatibility. Is that, we just get that those when we roll? So if we draw, if we make it part of the narration. Oh, If we bring okay. it in like we bring in a conflict. Got it. Okay. Yep. So it is your turn. Okay. So we are walking away, and I think... Fergus's pride has been hit, but he still feels the need to protect Penarden. So I think this is not going to be super romantic. Like, I think Fergus is going to have a hard time making this, like, a super good end of the date there. But I think Fergus goes, you don't have to explain anything to me if you don't want to. But it seemed like maybe there was a lot going on. In that interaction, are you okay? That definitely gets uh, attraction dice. I think Penarden like recognizes how closed off Fergus usually is, mm-hmm. um, and she's like really kind of like attracted to him, like asking about her feelings. He's like this big buff man, mm-hmm. and like he's kind of like being and he never sensitive. Talk- yeah, and yeah. he never talks about his feelings, and this is yeah. a weird situation for him. And Penarden's like. Yeah, so I know, you know, you had a handler before me, and I had a hunter before you, and I request, I actually requested the transfer. 
because Neve and I dated for a little while, and it went real bad. Huh. And when it went bad, you felt like you couldn't do your job? Well, Neve was kind of a bitch. And I think uh, I think Penarden's like cheeks turn red when she says that. I don't think you've ever heard Penarden like swear like that. Yeah. More. Penarden's like Neve was, and she's like trying to think of like a, a more like kind or intellectual way to say. It. And she, then she's just kind of like Neve was a bitch, so I couldn't really work with her after uh, after we broke up. Okay. And then I think Fergus gets quiet because this is causing like an internal conflict for him. Because they're on a date, but they work together. So if things go poorly on this date, he might not be able to do his job. Yeah. And that's a huge issue for him. Yeah. So it is definitely, like, he enjoys her and he enjoys the time he's spending with her. And he's enjoyed this day so far up until um, Neve showed up. But he is considering or reconsidering whether or not this is worth the potential fallout. So I think he's quiet. Like, I don't think that he, I think that, I don't think that he can handle thinking about this and also trying to make sure that she's having a great time. Yeah. While he's walking her back to, I guess, wherever. Are they just heading right. back to town? Or? Yeah. Because I guess they would have packed up their camp. Yeah. So um, I guess they're just starting to hike back and I think he's quiet. So he's quiet for a while. I'm assuming this is a several hour hike to get to where they were. Um, it's not like a 30 minute situation. It was a little, you know, it was a bit of a hike and then they camped. Yeah. It's not like forever, but mm-hmm. you know, a while. About halfway through the hike, he, is he walking in front of her or behind her? What do you think? Mm. You think she would be up ahead? I think behind. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, Penarden takes point. Yeah. That's what I assumed he was. Um, so she's walking and all of a sudden just like a flower shows up in front of her face because he's like holding it for her. Oh, He's, cute. like, picked more flowers, and he's given them to her from behind. He still hasn't said anything, but that's, like, his way of being, like, listen, I know this is weird, but I still like you. Yeah. And he gives her some flowers. All right. And I think Penarden takes it, and she, like, laughs. Uh, and I think she it goes... I think she's like, listen, I know it's weird, but I'm not, like, a serial workplace dater. I just liked Neve, and I like you. I like you, too. I just also really like my job, and I like being good at my job, and I don't want to be bad at liking you or bad at my job. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I think I think Brian's like, we can do both. There's no reason why we can't. I know. I'm just worried. There's a lot of feelings for him. Yeah. Talking a lot about his feelings. But, so I have all my dice. Yes, and I gave you conflict dice because you brought in the jealous ex. But also my own conflict about work priorities, being able to work with her. Yeah, can you invoke each, both conflicts? Oh, I have no idea, but it can, I mean, it can count as one. You might be able to, if so. I don't expect more conflict dice, but. I think only one conflict per turn. I think that makes sense. Okay. So, first chunk. Just roll them all together. I can't roll them all together. My hands aren't big enough. What? I've told you this before. My hand, like, my hand, I have not. I've rolled five dice and I don't have a single success. Okay. I rolled eight dice. I didn't get a single success. 
Yeah, that's bad. That is not good. How many re-roll? That's one, two, three, four, five. Okay, so that's five re-roll dice. Mm-hmm. I think they continue on, but a little bit more pleasantly. Maybe, that you know, comment here and there about the plants. I think that's, uh, that falls under some of Penarden's traits, which is, like, scientific. Yeah. And natural. Yeah, I think that makes sense. He points, so he's pointing out, like, nature and stuff, but he, he specifically points out every animal that he sees and asks her random questions about that animal. Like, what do you know about that animal? Is that animal a herbivore or carnivore? Tell me what you know. <laughs> okay. Can you tell what I know from textbooks? It's nothing. <laughs> so I think he's just, like, you know, trying to get her to talk about the things that she likes because he knows that she likes those things. I guess they make it back to town, um, and he... He, so do they live in, like, their own separate apartments? Oh, yeah. Is there, like, door? Okay, so I think he walks her back to her apartment. Um, and he drops her off, and he's just like, this was really fun. Thanks for, you know, thanks for coming up with the date. Thanks for, you know, picking a really great date and spending some time with me and not laughing at me too many times. I appreciate that. He goes, why would I laugh at you? Anyway, so thanks. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Um, I'll see you. I'll, I'll see you in a couple days for for checkup, for check in. Okay. I think he leaves, and then immediately as she closes the door, there's like knocking on the door. Okay. She Penarda opens up the door again. Do you want to get coffee right now? Uh, okay. Yeah. Let me get cleaned up really quick. Uh, you can come on in, and I'll get ready. Okay. Uh, I think she goes back, and she changes her clothes, and she, like, wa- like washes her face. Mm-hmm. Um, and she comes out, and she's like, okay, yeah, let's go get coffee. Okay. And I think they drop their stuff off and go get coffee. Okay. Um, and I think he picks a place that he's heard her talk about before. He can't remember how... Well, here's the thing. He can't remember how he's heard her talk about it. She actually hates this place. And she's talked about how much she hates this place. Okay. But he couldn't remember why he'd heard it. And so, I don't know if maybe she tries to be nice. But he's like, I, you know, I remember you talking about this place. I thought we could try it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Pinarden is like, oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. And, yeah, I've been here before. This is definitely a coffee shop. <laughs> And I think she takes a sip and she, like, grimaces. And I think Fergus doesn't even notice the coffee's bad because he's just used to, like... Trail coffee. Trail coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he... I think he would be, like, disgusted by good coffee. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, this isn't coffee. What is this? Yeah. yeah. So he's, like, fine with it. But, yeah. So he took her to a bad coffee place. All right. I have earned all of my re-roll dice. You got one, one success. success. So nothing. Nothing. And I think maybe ending at the coffee shop is a good place. Yeah. Oh, that's a bad end of the day then. Takes her to a place she mm-hmm. hates. Oh. But he tried. Yeah. I think that says something. Yeah. After the first date, we roll reality check, which is how many new attractions we've gotten. Mm-hmm. If it's a five or six, we get to keep it. Um, if not, it gets erased. Okay. But we can also, well, let's, let's just do that. I'm going to roll the one die because you had terrible I, yeah, rolls I'm that ba- last I'm time. Yeah, I'm not very good at rolling. I'm very nervous about this. And that well, is a one. We super are not attracted to each other. 
But what we can do is a setback. So a setback is something that occurs to one or both of the characters between the dates. It affects them personally or gets in the way of the relationship developing. Write these events down as one or more traits on the appropriate character sheet, which lets us re-roll the die. If we do a setback? Yeah. Do we want to do a setback? Or do we like the fact that she went to a, that he took her to a bad coffee place that he didn't really listen to her and so that took away some of the attraction? Yeah, let's do that. We'll lose an attraction yeah. instead of coming up with a setback. So there, it one attraction and one compatibility, which is not a good... No. Doesn't seem like a good start for me. Yeah. I don't know that they are going to make it. Yeah. But they're trying, I guess. Yeah. They went on a good date, almost. This one date went a lot longer than I expected. Yeah, this was super duper long. So we'll probably have another episode of this. Yeah, I think we're going to have to go... At least one more episode, so we're probably going to be doing this the whole month of February. Love month! Yeah. Uh, sorry to be uh, losing out on so much Dungeon World and the Segaranta campaign, but we hope you're enjoying this. This is an interesting system. I don't know. We'll talk about it next week when yeah. we wrap up. Yeah. Um, but I'm interesting to see how this goes. Yeah, me too. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, thank you again to Zach B., our editor, without whom this would not get made. Thank you to In Love With The Ghost for the use of their song Chilling At Nemo's Place off the album Healing. If you like us, please make sure to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It really means a lot to us and it helps others to find us. Uh, please recommend us to your fellow RPG-loving friends. You can follow us at HeartPointsPod on Twitter. Uh, if you could tweet about us, we would love to see it. You can tag us or hashtag heartpointspod. Uh, you can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash heartpointspod. We will be back next week with more Valentine's Day. I don't know. This yeah. date went real bad. I know. I guess, we'll see, like. I guess we'll see how it goes. But uh, you can expect more Fargus, yeah, the lumberjack. Yeah, I just to be happy and like positive and it seems like her dates are going badly. I mean, maybe she'll be happy and positive she, if she doesn't date a hunter. Maybe that's her problem. Maybe. Maybe she's got the wrong type. Yeah. She's looking for love in all the wrong places. Yeah. Poor Penarden. I know. All right. So uh, that's it for us. Uh, and, and we'll be back next week. And in the meantime, have a very nice day. But like a very, very nice one. <laughs>